we started to discuss yesterday the Maila of Klai Yisrael as being the chosen nation, Nama Nibchor. And that's why the Avedas Hashem in this world is meant specifically for us. And the Kuzari objects to that. He says, what I thought you originally were saying well to the Chacham, he says, I see it's now Raza, it's now missing, like, Raza literally means thin, it's missing depth, it's missing understanding. Like, why do you think it's logical that you should be better or different, chosen of everyone else? So the Chavis says back to him, let me explain myself. I'll explain to you why I said that. Why do I consider Klai Yisrael to be different, so to speak, more than everyone else? Now, like we said, the, the position of the Chavah, the Muna is that Klai Yisrael are chosen to do Avodah Hashem, is not that we superior in the sense that we feel that we're intrinsically better because, let's say, we have a racist ideology. But no one can be like us. Like he said himself, whoever wants to join us, there's a possibility to get taken care of, to become part of the Israel. The understanding is that we were entrusted with a mission, like we saw yesterday. And even though everybody was originally offered the opportunity, when they turned it down, so now, now it's no longer their mission. The uniqueness of Klai Yisrael is that we feel we still have the mission of doing what Hashem wants. Maybe, just before we go weiter, before we continue to elaborate a little on this point, to explain it a bit better. One of the students of Akhoilil took up a position as a rabbi in England. And he called me with a question. He said he had, had to meet a certain, a certain pastor, a certain priest, and uh, this priest had asked him, he said, tell me something, don't Jews believe that all mankind is created in the divine image? So I said, yes, that's what he says. So he says to him, if that's the case, why do you think you're better than everyone else? We're all created by the same God, so why do you think you're superior? So he called me to ask, how's he meant to respond? So based on basically what the Kuzari is going to say, I gave him a marshal like this. The question happened in England, so I'm using that as the example, but the truth is it would work for every country in the world. As in every country, you have the citizens of the country. The people have the right to live there, they're citizens of that country. What are their, what are their citizens' responsibilities or obligations to the authority which rules the country? Whether it's the parliament, whether it's the throne, whether it's the government, whatever you're going to call it. What's the responsibility of the citizen to the country? So responsibility pretty much is you have to obey the laws. The country has laws. You have to listen to the laws of the country. If they want you to pay taxes, you have to pay taxes. Basically, there are certain requirements that the country has from its citizens. What are the obligations of the government to the citizens? So, there are a number of them. They have to provide health, they have to provide housing, they have to provide security, they have to provide infrastructure, whatever it's going to be. Those are the responsibilities of the government to its citizens. So, so that works for the country. But within the country, there's a certain subsection, there's a certain category of people that they have a completely different relationship with the government. On the one hand, they get given much more. They get given food. They get given education. They get given clothing. And who's the subsection? This is the army. The army doesn't, isn't in the same relationship as the citizens of the country. The army, the government provides them much more. 
But if the citizens could say, it's not fair, why are you providing your soldiers with food and clothing and accommodation? You're not doing it for everyone else. So answer is Pashat. The expectation of the, of the country, from the, of the government, from the army is a completely different expectation. You're meant to be training to defend the country. You're meant to be protecting your country. So, of course, the, the government is going to invest much more in the army than in the average citizen. The expectation is less. But at the same time, the, what, what's given is less also. So I told him, if you understand the marshal, which I think is a very straightforward marshal, you understand that everybody Hashem created are citizens of this world. We call them They're citizens. They have the right to live here. Hashem created them here. They have basic responsibilities to Him to maintain a fair society like we spoke about yesterday. And then Hashem in turn provides them with life and He lets them, gives them pronounce. He, he looks after them in a minimal way. They're citizens. I said, what makes Klayashal different is Klayashal is like the army. We're here to do a job. And if that's the case, we do, we're working for the authority. We aren't just here to live, and therefore we need to maintain the basic laws that a citizen needs to do. Here we're on a mission. We're on a mission and we're working like the army's working. So of course, there's going to be more invested in the army because we're here to work for the authority rather than for the, for the rulership, rather than just being citizens who have rights. And that's, in, that's the Nukudah we call let's we say, when we call ourselves as being the Amanifchar, it's because we see ourselves as having a job to do. In that sense that we, we chosen, in that sense we, respond, we have a responsibility which we don't see everyone else is having. And therefore we aren't trying to convince them to share that responsibility. It's not expected of them. So that's the other view. Now let's see how the Kuzari is going to build this understanding step by step. And he says to him like this, Amar Achaveh, Anything which lives in the world will need to be able to have food, it will need to grow, it will need to reproduce itself. Anything living has the same system, but it's only applies to things which are alive. Anything which is alive, even plant life, has to be able to take in the nutrients it needs, be able to grow from seed to sapling to tree, and be able to produce fruit, which will have the seeds to produce the next generation of plants or trees. That applies to everything. That doesn't apply to stones, to rocks, to the sand, to water, inanimate, basically, objects. And therefore, if you're going to talk about what has a more developed life, so to speak, we're going to say that living things right, have more life than inanimate things. That's very straightforward. And the Kazari agrees. Omar Kazari, the, the, the small details to this rule, I will emesu. The rule is true. Something which is alive and grows and can reproduce itself is as a much higher level of life than something which is inanimate and doesn't live and doesn't grow. So says the okay, so let's go to the next step. Omar Kazari, over Indian Hanafshi, when you're coming to the forms of life, then living animals have a certain advantage over plants. And that is, living animals also have the ability to move. They can have certain feelings, instincts. They have senses. They can see, they can hear, they can feel, they can smell. And uh, they can have a certain like, in objective, what they want to do. Animals can move, animals can look for what's going to give them satisfaction, what they're going to want, food, whatever it's going to be. They run away from things which are going to harm them, which is much more than an 
plants or a tree can do. So therefore, it's a more developed sense of life. Amar Kuzari, that's also true. That's for sure, that's correct. Says the Chaver, if that's the case, let's go up another step. If you're really talking about living animals, Amar Chaver, if you're going to go to the next level, intelligence, speech, then the human being has more than any other animal. Right? He also shares what the animal has. And that is that he has feelings, and he has his senses, and he looks to fulfill what he wants and run away from things which can harm him. But he has two more advantages after that. He can also understand and think, and he can also speak. And therefore, and therefore, what's expected from the person is to, to work on his midas, not just to let his midas guide or lead him. And the ability to set up a medina, a, a civilization, a country which, which works with a certain uh, value system or a certain set of rules. And other ways of acting or accepted conduct which between different people. The more expected of him because he has a high level of intelligence. That's also true. That's also true. Okay, so now after having the, what basically what we call today in our language, I was going through the four levels of Daimim, Tameh, Chaim, Dabir, inanimate things, plant life, uh, animal life, and eventually human life. So now the Chavik poses this question to the king. If I would ask you, king, what's the next step after that? After having gone from the level of Animal life to human life. And what's above that? Well, how would we go the next step? What would be a high level of life in human life? So it's interesting. Rabbi, again, if you understand how the dialogue works. Rabbi Yudha Levi puts it for the king to answer the question. The Chavah doesn't necessarily get to the answer himself. He wants, and the Rabbi Yudha Levi is putting into the king's mouth what the next answer is going to be. In other words, the king could have said nothing. There's nothing higher than human life. That's not what the king said. Amir <coughs> Akuzari. The king. Because he wants, to, he wants to govern any question that somebody might have on what he's saying. Right. In other words, if the answer is going to be to that, that nothing's higher than human life. That's all there is. Right. So then it will, we'll have to digress into a different argument and to prove that there is an, is, it, it could be something higher. But by putting, making the king answer the question for him, so to speak, he's already made it unnecessary to argue Amar Kuzari, the king answers him, If the, what makes a human being more than an animal is the intelligence a person has, then a, a king, a, a chacham, a, someone who has more intelligence should be a higher form. If we're going up levels of intelligence, so then, then there's the, let's say, the average level of human intelligence, and then you have someone who extra, has extra intelligence, the chacham agadol. Kuzari said it. We wouldn't necessarily think like that today. Yeah, we, wouldn't. we would think people, well, it's more than just it's not such a big difference. It's just a matter of degree. It's like we're not going to put, for example, uh, a deer in a different category of animal than a tortoise because it runs faster. Animals move. He moves more quickly. He moves more slowly, but they're all animals. And therefore, we think the same thing about people. Some people are more intelligent, less intelligent, but at the end of the day, they're all people. They're all working within the same box of intelligence, even yeah, though one is more than the other one. People have feelings, no matter how intelligent Right? So therefore, we wouldn't have made this khiluk, and that's why I said that Rabbi Levi puts it in the words of the Kuzari, not of the Chacham. Because he understood like that, like he said before. Right? That they understood that, just like the, so to speak, moral justification, if you want to call it that, for the feudal system which was in place at the time, is that the lords were more intelligent and more developed than the serfs. 
Not because they weren't people, but because of the circumstances they were in had reduced their intelligence, whatever else example they wanted to give then of some kind of a moral justification for the case system that they had built. So the king's going with that. So he says, the Chacham HaGadol is on a different level to the average person. The Chacham doesn't agree with him. The Chacham doesn't agree with him. The response of the Chacham, Omer HaChacham, any right to I don't want to say what you're saying. What I'm looking for is a difference which isn't a master's degree. It's an intrinsic difference. And therefore he says to the king, the fact that you're saying someone with higher intelligence and someone with less intelligence is not a different system. It's just more of the same. It's like we said, it's saying that the deer runs faster than the tortoise. It's all the same. They're moving things. More or less isn't a factor. And that's the case over here. I want something which is as different as the same difference that there would be between a plant and a stone. The same categorical difference that there is between an animal and a person. So that's what I want to find here also. I will have prayed the Baravum Act. If it's just a question of more or less. Right? The difference is a distinction of amounts. That's not an end point. If they actually pray the Mikris. It happens to be this person is more intelligent, this person is less intelligent. And therefore you can't really say this is a new category. In other words, he's coming... Before he answers himself what he wants to say the next category is, we take a detour to see what the king thought, and he wants to disagree with him. And therefore he says, if you're looking for something higher, it can't be an amount. It has to be categorically different. So then, once that's explained to the king, so the king retreats. If that's what you want to say, then there's nothing higher than people. But I see a person as having the highest level of intelligence that there is. Within people there'll be differences, but that's the highest form of life we know about. There's nothing higher than that. Which this obviously is, provides the stage for the Khazar, for the Chacham, now to say what he wants to say next. And that is, Omer HaChavir. So let me ask you a question. If you find a person, he can walk into fire and he won't get damaged. He'll survive without food, he won't be hungry. His face will be ready so people can't look at it. It's too strong for people to see. She'll never get sick, he'll never get weak. When he finishes his lifetime, he'll decide to die. Just like a person chooses to die and to go to sleep, that's when he decides on his own that now he's going to die. He remembers everything which happened. He knows what's going to happen in the future as well. Would you say that a person like that is in the same category as other people or not? So he's given a number of differences. Number one, physical things that a normal human being can't do. Not get burnt by fire, and not survive without eating. And he's given spiritual differences. The fact that a person's face is illuminance, a shine that other people can't look at. The fact that he knows the future. The fact that uh, he, he, he decides, so to speak, when to die. So, this is putting, these are all non-human qualities. And now, while the Chavit chooses these, it's not a matter of degree. It's not saying a person who's got more intelligence, more ability. He chooses for things which people don't have at all. And now, I've, I've suggested a, a new category. Things which uh, aren't in the realm where people can do. And the Kuzari answers exactly what the Chavit expects him to answer. Amar Kuzari, you're right, that's not human. Avil hamal Malachusis. This is a level of angels. You're not talking about human beings. Human beings don't know the future. Human beings need to eat. Human beings need to sleep. Human beings have limitations. 
So you're describing a non-physical being. You're describing a malach. Something which is out of the realm of humanity. And therefore this doesn't work within the framework of how this world works. Not in the cycle of this world, which is the understanding. Not, not the way that we see life in this world happening. And not the way nature works. In other words, you're describing a different stage which doesn't exist in this world. Would we say that's a higher form of life? It's a, it's a non-human form of life. But you're talking about an angelic form of life. And therefore he says, I agree with you, that's a different level. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it now. And now we're just going to see what the Khazari, what the Chacham is now going to tell the Khazari next time is, if that's the case, what kayak does a person have to be able to do these things? If we, a theoretical description of something.